Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Well, Cliff, I don't know if you saw this this morning, but there are now reports yeah. that another toilet paper shortage oh, no. is looming. Looming. Yes. Okay. Which, All right. Is it just me, or does looming toilet paper mm-hmm. kind of sound funny to you, Cliff? That there's a, <laughs> looming. I don't know what that would actually look like, but looming toilet paper shortage. I don't, yeah, I don't. I hope we don't do that again. <laughs> I hope we don't do that. Do you remember back in the time when there was just toilet paper left and right, and then Halloween came, and we did willy-nilly with it, whatever we wanted to? I remember a time when I would walk down the aisle and look at the toilet paper and think, there's way too much paper here. There's too many selections. Why do we need 42 different selections to do the same thing? That's right, because one day, they'll all be gone. They'll all be gone, yes. It's kind of scary. (laughs) Who would have thought that five years ago? No kidding. We near the end of this story that proves people will steal anything, anytime, and anywhere. There'll be a rude disruption from another one of our news departments desperate to get their voice on the air. Police in Toronto, Canada, say an investigation into a string of recent thefts resulted in the arrest of 40-year-old Shane Kirkaldi. He now faces eight charges, including theft, prowling at night, and criminal harassment. In making the arrest announcement, they've added, uh, the police added they're not done with the investigation and appealed to the public for more information, including those living in a specific area of Toronto or those who have knowledge of similar incidents. And while you might think that's the kind of thing that'd get lost in the news day, the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast wants you to know if people have knowledge of similar incidents, they're not going to forget because Kirkaldi is accused of breaking into the trash cans of residents of the city of Toronto, and stealing nothing but soiled diapers. (laughs) The dirty diaper crime ring in Toronto may have been busted. (laughs) Why would you do that? Boy, you have (laughs) slipped in life, Cliff, if you're down to dumpster diving for dirty diapers. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How do you know when you've hit bottom? When you're dumpster diving for dirty diapers. Cliff. Yes. With all of the exciting things that we have planned this morning on this program. We we have exciting things planned? With all of the exciting things we have planned this morning. Okay. Do you think think we have time to squeeze in a little bit of an experiment right now? An experiment? Yes. Well, did you bring your lab coat and safety glasses? Well, I did not, and that's why I'm kind of, you know, working without a net here this morning. (laughs) No. Okay. But I was just thinking, my experiment is, I believe that most bad things can uh, be helped with a little bit of ta-da. You know, the little ta-da. Oh, yeah. I got you. And so I'm thinking, let's try this experiment. You've been busy with the news, so on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, Yes. The question is posted, what's a unfun fact? You hear radio people all the time go, well, here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact. Right, yeah. And you listen to it, and it's like, that's not fun at all. <laughs> so we've got listeners yeah. and Facebook friends sending in their unfun fact <laughs> this morning. And I've picked out one of those unfun facts, Cliff, Okay. to see yeah. if the little ta-da makes it sound a little bit better. Okay. This one comes from Megan, and she says, You can get a skin graft from your forearm, 
and they put that on the roof of your mouth, if medically necessary. Okay. But that skin graft they put there will continue to grow hair forever. (laughs) Does that not sound better when you put that in there, Cliff? (laughs) Huh? You're right. (laughs) See, it doesn't sound as bad, does it? Yeah. Hair? it's, it's, It's much more palatable. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Hair growing on the roof of your roof mouth. Of wow. <laughs> I'm kind of wanting it now. I'm glad George Strait mentioned gasoline and burning and fire in that cliff because... <laughs> Why is that? Well, the question I have on my mind right now is, yeah. would you be afraid to get in a car with a 16-year-old you driving that car? Because oh. I felt like I was quite unqualified to actually be on the road <laughs> at 16, even though I passed the test. Would that scare you to drive around or ride around with 16-year-old you? I don't, I don't. I mean, not really. I, I, I felt like I was pretty safe, and I didn't really have any accidents or anything to speak of that, you know. I had to file a police report over and didn't really get my speeding tickets until I turned adult over the age of 30, so... I'd say, yeah, I would. I wouldn't. <laughs> you see, Cliff, Yeah. this is where the gasoline comes in from George Strait. Uh-oh. Okay. When I was 16, yeah. maybe, no, about 18, I had this piece yeah. of junk car, mm-hmm. which seems to be a recurring theme since I've been 18. <laughs> but I had this car, and for some reason, I thought, I just wonder yeah. how far... I can go whenever the fuel gauge says it's empty. And I got obsessed with that. Yeah. And so it was the middle of summertime, hot as can be. Mm-hmm. And I took a gas can and filled it halfway full. You know, because you want as many vapors coming out of there as possible. <laughs> yes. And I put that in the back of the trunk of my car. Oh, my. And I rode around for quite some time yeah. in the summer vapors all inside my car because you know from the trunk it goes right in there that's right and i'm just riding around like a moron thinking (laughs) i'm waiting for this car to run out of gas and i don't care where so i can see how far i can go once it touches empty so so basically you you were just seeing you were testing the limits of the fuel tank and you had gas in the trunk ready to put in to to rescue yourself yes because my 18 year old self is thinking in my head yeah well i don't want to foolishly run out of gas and you know (laughs) you don't want to get stranded yes so you carry this half full gas can in the trunk that's basically in the summertime a bomb waiting to go off exactly (laughs) and then friends of mine would get in that vehicle and they would want to smoke and i'm like don't do that yeah don't do that don't do that yeah so no, Cliff, I would not want to ride with myself again. I eventually never did yeah. run out of gas. You didn't? All, all of a sudden, it just kind of hit me one day. Yeah. This isn't very smart. <laughs> if I get rear-ended by somebody, yeah, there's going to be a huge fireball, and I'm going to be the main course in the fireball. And That's I'm right. Gonna... You're going to be you're going to be well done. Well, well done. <laughs> okay. We have a listener by text talking about the ta-da that we did earlier this morning that uh, bet you can't do it again with an unfun fact. 
Yep. So I'm having to look now for an unfun fact <laughs> that would be worthy, Cliff. Yeah. Because you can't do it with all of them. It has to be worthy of the ta-da. Okay. And I'm having trouble finding one, but I hmm. think I can find one you know, overseas. If, if, you, if you want me to, <laughs> I could probably come up with some facts that are ta-da worthy. Well, let me give it a shot, and if my um, okay, if my <laughs> stinks, then we'll give yours a chance so you can. Okay. okay. Can you out to doll me? How about that? <laughs> we, the workhorse of the U.S. Air Force heavy bomber fleet, has and will continue to be the B-52, originally built to carry nuclear weapons as a Cold War deterrent. The eight-engine jet has. Only drop conventional bombs in actual warfare, expected to be in actual service for another 30 or so years, making it have a service life in one variant or another for 100 years. It's lasted so long because it's performed well, been relatively cheap to fly, and has been able to do whatever it's been asked to. And it has the ability to stay aloft for 40 hours without refueling, and it has a range of over 8,000 miles. There is, though, one thing it can't do. And that's offer creature comforts for the flight crew. Got to go to the bathroom? There's a small stainless steel bowl right in the back of the cockpit. It's good for one thing and one thing only, and that means sometimes you might have to use a plastic bag. And that's something you can take to the bank. And with the addition of more female flight crew to the mix, the Air Force is looking to at least add a privacy curtain to the laboratory, although still at times you're going to need that plastic bag. And a pooper scooper. That's what and I'm going to need. Scooper. Yes, just, oh. you know it's not going in there cleanly. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I can't shoot a basketball, Cliff. So no, it's not. <laughs> no. And that's looking in the direction of the goal. I'm having a little bit of trouble, Cliff, finding my uh, ta-da story. <laughs> really? Could yeah. come up with one? I can't come up with one that I feel like you know, texting friend wanted a really good one, and I just can't oh, seem to okay. come up with one that lives up to those standards. A fun fact made better, or I would say something that's not a fun fact, made better when you hear ta-da at the end of it. Yes, it's an unfun fact. You go ahead and throw yours out there in case, you know, I oh. end up being a failure. Okay. You want me to do that right now? Sure, you ready let's to do, do it, it right now? now. Okay. Every year in the United States, 7 million cell phones are dropped in the toilet. You know, it kind of makes me want to drop mine in there now. As a matter of fact, Cliff, I'm throwing my Motorola in the toilet while Luke Bryan is singing. Are you going to join me, Cliff? No. No? All right. No. I'll stand on the outside and look in. Well, Cliff, wow. we're almost ready for only you can make it stop. Cliff says it's going to make it all the way through. I, I continue to agree with that statement. Cliff? Yeah. Already, we've got somebody calling in. Let's see what <laughs> they right. say. All right. Keep it or kill it. Kill it. Third night grab Oh, whoa, whoa. okay. All <laughs> right. One minute to go, Cliff. All right. Here's another caller, though. Keep it or kill it. Kill it like weed's career. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, Amir Kill It would have sufficed. Yeah. Yes. I'll have to be hurtful here. <laughs> yes. Yes, I finally found it, Cliff. What? I found the unfun fact. Oh, you did, huh? That we can end it with, with the okay. grand ta-da. Oh. Yes, to make the unfun fun. Yes. See what you think of this, Cliff. Okay. 
King Henry VIII Mm -hmm. exploded in his coffin when gas built up while his grave was being dug and the mess was cleared up by stray dogs. (laughs) What do you think of that one, huh? Yeah, that's definitely unfun. Was that worth uh, the wait? No, it was was worth the wait. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Mercy. And it's a true fact. It's just not very much fun until... (laughs) It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Cliff, I have never heard of this in my life until I did some research yesterday. Okay. I knew that during World War II there were POW camps, and I always thought, Europe, that's where they were at. But I found out today, Cliff, between 1942 and 1946, Mm -hmm. nearly 500,000 prisoners of war from overseas arrived here in the United States. Because here in the States, during World War II, we had 500 POW camps, nine of them located in the state of Indiana. Did you know that, Cliff? I, I didn't know about the ones in Indiana. But I knew that um, Camp Breckenridge in Kentucky, you've heard, probably heard of that. Yes. That was a POW camp in World War II. I had no idea. Have you ever heard of Camp Atterbury? I've heard of Camp Atterbury. Isn't it now in like an Army base? or? A- it's, it is an Army base. It's in Edinburgh, Indiana. Yeah. They constructed it. They had between twelve and 15,000 German POWs there. Mm-hmm. And they finally shut it down. In 46. Yeah. But they kind of kept it on standby until 1950, just in <laughs> case they needed it. And it yeah. has 36,000 acres. They use it to this very day for yep. military training. I had, had no idea. I didn't know about the ones in Indiana, but I knew about Camp Breckenridge. So. All right. Well, you can take all of that straight to the bank here on the Morning Road Show. The um, yep. big game about a week from now. I've been reading about it. The halftime show is usually 12 minutes long. They're going to double it for this big game. Really? Yes. Okay. It kind of feels like they should name it the year 2020. You know, it felt like it was about twice as long. It just went on forever. Yeah. And I got to reading about the uh, entertainment at halftime. Yeah. The weekend. I really knew nothing about the weekend. I I, I must admit, I I don't either. I don't know anything about it. Well, he's a uh, rhythm and blues singer from Canada who is known for, let's just say, choice language in his songs. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he's known for. So someone there working the big game in the audio department, I guarantee, will be on a seven or eight second delay there so they can put that on. You man the big button and don't mess up. Yes. And uh, (laughs) he's got a nickname. Yeah. Called Diapers. Diapers. (laughs) That's what they call him, Diapers. Diapers. I would not want to be known as the Diaper Man, Cliff, when I went out on stage. That's. (laughs) No. (sighs) Wow. I'm going to listen to the halftime show just to see if he sneaks one or two in there on him. Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day, Starboard number three. All of a sudden, it hit me one day. This isn't very smart. <laughs> Your epiphany about riding around with a can of gas in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, that's not very... Don't do that. That's what don't we're saying. It. No. Number two, dumpster diving for dirty diapers. 
And the number one morning roadshow phrase from today comes from one of the callers during our Keep It or Kill It segment of the program who called in and said, Kill it, just like Weed's career. <laughs> I don't know how that got to be a personal thing, Cliff, on a uh, Kill a Song yeah. thing, but it did. Yeah, yeah, it didn't have to go that way, but it, it did. It did. That's okay. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.